What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rap Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and St. John's just beat the Temple Owls. Who? The Temple Owls. 78-72 to in a game where I'm sure plenty of people thought it was curtains early on. We were down 13 points at the uh, 7.30 mark in the first half, and there was plenty of people who probably thought the game was over too soon in the second half, and we had a seven-point lead with under four minutes left, and neither of those were really the truth of it. It was somewhere in between. We won it, we lost it. There was maybe a dozen or so games in uh, in between this one game we just saw, and we're lucky enough to come out on top, and I'm sure as so hell not complaining about it. St. John's is due for all the luck in the world. Um, but I'm not sure if it was luck that got this one. I think uh, we got it out a win, and I'm not sure we get this win last year. Uh, Andre Cabello, a new piece, an addition that wasn't on the team last year. He, in particular, especially, had a uh, eight different games in this game, and maybe six of them were bad games, but the last one was a good one. Uh, he had a huge and one right when it looked like Temple might just sneak out with a win. Andre Curbelo makes a, a drive from the top of the key, refuses the ball screen, goes hard left, finishes through the contact, makes the free throw, gets us back on top for a one-point lead. Then he hits a layup on the ensuing possession to give us a three-point lead, and we don't look back. Just a couple of huge plays after a really inconsistent game. Some good defensive plays, but for the most part in the second half, he uh, he had a bad, bad second half, I thought. A lot of questionable decision-making, a lot of four shots, but when it mattered most, he came up huge. So, you know, you just got to tip your hat and, and buckle your seatbelts and get along for the ride. I think it's uh, a, a bigger positive than anything. You know, I think his positives outweigh his negatives. I think there will be some ups and downs, but I think uh, we saw tonight his positives outweigh his negatives. Uh, speaking of guys whose positives outweigh their negatives and someone I wasn't sure would be the case, Montez Mathis, he's really making me eat my words. He played a fantastic game tonight. I think he was the MVP, maybe the uh, unsung M MVP because he did it all behind the scenes. He was 7-10 seven, seven to 10 from the field. He had 16 points. He played great defense. He had timely baskets. He was making great decisions out there. He's just so much under control. Um, more so than last year, in my opinion, not rushing shots, making great decisions out there, huge free throws to close the game at the end of the game. And it was great to see him get that opportunity to come through with it. I know I've been one of his biggest detractors, perhaps haters, from the time he he, he signed with St. John's. And last year, I, I came around on him, but even more so this year. And I, you know, I still have my doubts. And he has played absolutely unbelievable. Someone on Twitter, Anderson Avenue, said uh, this year's Paris Horn. The, uh, the version of Paris Horn when we were when he was a senior and I can't couldn't agree more. That was a, a great piece to that team. Someone who filled all the roles, did all of those things, was able to hit uh, spot up threes. And Mathis has done that so far. He didn't even take one tonight, and that's totally fine. But a huge kudos to him and a big tip of the cap. Uh, Joel Soriano, another double double. Guys, really, really, uh, I'm the really, really guy, becoming a beast. Um, 15 points, 12 rebounds, seven to ten from the field. Really good stretch out there. He was going up against a big guy. Reynolds is a big dude. Probably had uh, Soriano by some by some pounds, um, and he it was a battle. And Soriano came out on top. Stanley, um, it, as a substitute, gave him a couple good breathers. Really had a solid set of stretches of good play in the second half. Um, I think he had eight points. It was four for four from the field. Had a nice catch and finish. Had a nice block. Had another really nice block that was called a foul. Um, 
but good minutes from him, good energy. He's getting more confident out there. He took a, a jumper from the short corner, and he's a guy who just seems to enjoy battling, coming in, coming in and doing the dirty work, and hopefully he just gets more and more comfortable and his game can expand from there. Curbelo, 13 points, was only four for, four for 14 from the field. Did have six turnovers as well, three steals, four assists. So that six turnovers has got to come down, obviously. Um, but the three steals, it's becoming a mainstay. He's a pest out there. Uh, the menace and the maestro. You know, that's Posh and Curbelo. And, and uh, Posh, Curbelo's partner back there and a guy we know and love. It's almost sacrilegious to say anything negative about Posh, so I'll just leave it at it wasn't his best game. Okay, and he'll be back for more. We got to win without it. Uh, it. Maybe this is a sign. He had six points, six assists, six rebounds. I'm off the subject. Anyway, we out-rebounded Temple 37-32. to 32. Uh, That was big in the second half. Um, again, first half, slow game, similar to the Nebraska game, pretty ugly. Shots weren't falling. We did not have three in the first half. It was 32-30. to 30. Once the 20-minute mark came, uh, we were down 13 points prior to that. Uh, with 7 minutes and 30 seconds left in the first half, we stormed back. Our pressure got to Temple. We were able to get some baskets. Um, we are a poor shooting team in the paint, it seems. We were last year. This year, we have been struggling to finish around the basket. And I do agree that there's plenty of times where we don't seem to have a, a, um, a purpose on offense once the game slows down. Our offensive sets are not well-designed or non-existent, and um, it is frustrating. But I will also say that if we made the appropriate amount of makeable baskets inside um, the paint, then we wouldn't notice those droughts as much. And our game plan, not that I agree with it, is to get up and down and to not even allow a team to set their defense. And if you're running plays, then you're most likely doing it against the set defense. So our game plan is to get baskets before the defense has a set um, position. I don't agree with it. Wouldn't be my style. That seems what he's going. It seems to be what Coach Anderson goes with. I do think you can win going that way. Again, wouldn't be my way. But if we were to make the appropriate amount of shots, the team should make around the basket. We wouldn't look as bad in those stretches. And it seems to be uh, we. I'm not sure if it's a focus thing or just whatever the case may be. In the second half of these games, we've been converting a lot more of those baskets. Um, hopefully, we just become a first half team and we don't lose our second half touch uh, with that because this is a nice little change of pace to see a team uh, su succeed in the second half and so far we're five for five almost every single game has played out where we haven't looked great in the first half and we've played it much better in the second um, some negatives I'd say out of timeouts early in the first half we came out of a timeout or not early in the first half but our, the one timeout we took in the first half we came out and after the timeout we had a shot clock violation with 12 seconds left out of the timeout what are we talking about in the, talking about in the timeout if not for the, how much time is left on, on the possession uh, that can't happen you got to be better there um, and then that out of bounds playing in the second half out of a timeout on the sideline almost really cost us Carbello we might not get to posh yeah, Posh might have got bumped, especially after that previous play where the Temple player tripped on his own foot. They called him Posh. Then we're on the sidelines there. He gets uh, cramped up against the sideline. A little bit of a tough pass, a little bit of a tough spot. We got to have a better play drawn up there. We took it for granted. They were just going to let us pass the ball in. Got to have something drawn up to get the ball in. It's, it's very important, and, and Coach Anderson should know we've lost games because of it in the past. Um, and overall, you know, timeout usage, 
I think coach's philosophy is, you know, why would I mess with the tempo if our advantage is to play uh, at a higher pace and to not have stops because our depth and our athleticism is going to be the added advantage towards the end of the game. So why would I go out of my way to call timeouts to uh, give the other team a breath? And maybe there's some merit to that, but there's times where I do believe he is late to the whistle to call a timeout. Um, in situations where, you know, it's going to be a, uh, a dead ball at some point anyway, why wait? Why wait to uh, maybe see what happens in the possession when we already slowed down? Let's call a timeout, get ourselves set, make sure we get a good look. But hey, that's just me and Coach Anderson, tip your cap to him. 70-72, nice Nice win. You can't only get on the coach so much and wins, all right? And you can only get on the coach so much in general. These guys know what they're doing. And uh, you can pick apart a game any which direction for the most part. And you just got to live with how it falls sometimes. Um, first half, uh, I thought the defense overall was good. They did hit four threes. But you, you limit a team to 30 points, you get, there's some good and some bad there. And in the second half down the stretch, I thought we played really good defensively. Um, Posh. That one breakdown late, you know, there. I, 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 maybe I'll take that back. There were some stretches, a couple stretches in the interior where Reynolds uh, asserted himself. We had to make a couple of corrections to make it more difficult for him to get the ball inside, but he had four straight possessions where he scored, I thought. And then that three in the corner where they took a lead. We were in zone for a possession, um, and Jones was on the sideline by himself with two men on that side for over a second. No one was rushing over there. They showed in the replay. Carvello pointing, go, 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 and Jones, uh, Soriano was the closest guy there, and he just didn't get there in time. And a three-point shot in that situation is what really kills you. You're up two late in the game, and a corner three from a guy you can shoot, you hate to see it. You hate to see it, and you got to tighten things up there. That was a big breakdown, and otherwise uh, pretty solid defensive stretch down the end of the er, – def defensive performance down the end of the stretch, I thought. Um, Jones had another good second half, 14 points, six for 15, um, four steals. He's active defensively, maybe too active in the first half, early part of the game, picking up cheap fouls. We do have a tendency to reach. We do have a tendency to get ourselves in foul trouble. Hopefully that doesn't bite us, uh, you know, throughout the season. But, uh, you know, we're five and up. We've got a quality win over a Temple team on a neutral court. We... Uh, you know, really took it to Nebraska in the second half, beat them by 20 points. We have a chance to beat Syracuse. No matter how good Syracuse is, and I have my questions about how good they are, it's Syracuse. All right, it's a, it's a game you got to get up for. A game beating them means something. I wish it was at the Garden, but hell, we'll take him at Barclays Center. Now, I do, um, you know, for personal reasons, I am a big fan of Joe Girard, and I've never been a fan of anybody in Syracuse in the past, but uh, I got a soft spot for that kid for personal reasons. And I will say, I think we are a terrible matchup for him in a, in a good way for St. John's. Um, he's a, I'm a big fan. I think he's, he's struggled a bit at Syracuse. Uh, fans get on him and maybe rightfully so. He's, he's had his, his rough patches, but he can shoot it. If we don't get out and cover him on the three point line, he's one guy who St. John's fans have seen in the past. I'm sure in their, in their dreams, an opposing player or their nightmare, an opposing player going off for three after three after three. And how is he getting open time and time again? Well, that could happen tomorrow with Joe Girard. So game plan has got to be to stop him. I think Posh, it's a matchup. Uh, him and Curbelo should, you know, have their, uh, you know, licking their chops over defensively. Joe, uh, Joe's not the, the fastest kid, but he's, he's savvy and he's smart and he'll look to draw fouls. If we can, you know, have him shoot a, a, a poor percentage 
from the field and not let him go off from three, then I really like our chances. If, if he gets hot, then they're a tough team to win, a tough team to beat. I'm interested to see how we do against the zone. We're not a team who has shown the ability to really light it up from three. We've had a decent percentage in a, in a few games, but against this this zone from Syracuse, you, you got to have some guys who can who can light it up from deep and who are not afraid to put it up with uh, some some hands up for decent closeout. So hopefully we're able to find some gaps, maybe get Carbello in there at the, at the free throw line to make some plays against the zone. Uh, hopefully Jones is on a little bit in the first half. He's been a second off player, player so far, similar to the, our whole team, but I'm excited. It's a late night uh, again tomorrow, 9.30 tip. ESPN 2, no ESPN U for us. We're moving on up. Maybe we'll even get an ESPN game, you know, one of these years. Who cares, though? Uh, we'll take Fox Sports. But, guys, uh, for Lamont Hamilton, shout out. In honor of, you know, Joel, who was our best center since Lamont Hamilton. For Lamont Hamilton, this has been Pat Kane. Thank you for tuning in to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Please tune in. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please keep uh, listening on iTunes and Spotify. Until tomorrow night. Peace.